Welcome back to our new series where we're going to be talking to seasoned agents, new agents, and coming soon agents. There you are. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? Uh, where, uh, where, where are you? Um, where are you at as far as like your real estate license? Yeah, sure. Um, so my name is Viviana Zamora. I'm 29 years old. Uh, mom too. <laughs> um, I'm pretty close. I've done the fingerprinting. I've almost been, I've actually finished all of the, uh, the classes classes and I just need to go ahead and take the actual test. Um, how comfortable do you feel? I'm kind of nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, uh, I, from test taker, mm. um, I, and then I overthink it, and then I'm like, okay, well, did they mean it like this? The wording, I like, I'm so like critical on the wording, so I'm like, okay, no, I know this, I know, I know this, right? No, so I do get like the uh, the anxiety before the test and test taking test. anxiety is very common. After it, like, I knew, I knew that. Why did I not? Yeah. So one thing, one tip that I can tell you is did, did you sign up for the pre the pre-test? Yeah. So I'm actually uh in the works of uh doing it. It's just uh my kids right now. Uh, my son is uh autistic. So we've been trying to get him back into speech therapy, but thanks to COVID <laughs> making everything so much easier. Yeah. Um mm-hmm along everything so uh my schedule revolves around their schedule so I'm trying to prioritize everything and make it work um it's just a little tricky Um, yeah yeah well one thing that I did whenever I went to go take my test is I took those pre-tests over and over again because you can take them as many times as you want um I took them until I got a hundred and I know that sounds, that sounds almost impossible sometimes because you're, you're but I just kept taking them and kept taking them. And, t- and then I think there was like five different pre-tests that you could take. Um, but I don't know if your, your program does that or if they just have a pre-test and then it just changes every time you take it. But um, I just kept taking that until I felt comfortable and I got a hundred on it. And then I went and took my exam pretty much right away. Cause a lot of the information that you're, you're learning right now is not going to be something that you're going to use on the job, of course, you know, I mean, so a lot of that information, you just have to pump it in and then you can dump it out afterwards. I just call it a pump and dump. <laughs> I like that a little bit um, because of my first semester in this class. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, you know, I went in as an intern and I started seeing it and I was like, oh, this is different. Oh, uh-huh. you know, so it's, it's book work and then it's like the real world mm-hmm. so so what what do you do in the real world so there I, I started noticing my mentor she was really good about um you know helping me kind of uh I think the transition between like the book work and the transition is actually communicating mm-hmm. and more about making relationships with your you know, your potential clients and, um, you know, making them feel comfortable. And if you feel comfortable as well, because, you know, they make in the book, real estate, it's kind of like 
you know, you, whoever's coming to you, you got to work with them. You, you got to figure out how you have to mold yourself into them. And it's like in the real world, it's like, sometimes relationships don't click as well. And it's, mm-hmm. so- and it's Every- okay. Yeah. You don't have to feel bad about losing a client yeah. sometimes because, yeah. you know, I mean, sometimes you can't help somebody. You know, sometimes you'll find that what they want is totally unrealistic and you just can't find that. And so, you know, it is what it is. You know, we can't really, um, we can't really pick and choose too much. Well, well, you you can pick and choose with your clients, but it's, it's, it's good to be able to, to walk away and not feel bad about it. Yeah. And, um, and then it was too, it was good, uh, to see the, the way, you know, a functional relationship between your, uh, client. I'm sorry. Guys. No, that's fine. I'm sorry. Um, so yeah, um, you know, a functional relationship between your, you know, your clients in the real world and, um, and how so you, connect- you work in real estate already. You already work for a real estate company. Um, so actually, uh, I signed a contract with uh, Keller Williams in South uh, Southwest. Um, of course, I haven't started until you get your license. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I have been in the office and you know comfortable and you know getting a little bit of that real life experience um, with them and feeling actually really comfortable. It's it's, it's nice to to feel like you know your brokerage has your back. Mm-hmm. you know and they encourage you and if you have any questions I mean I'm a newbie of course so they're gonna I have questions <laughs> <laughs> just um, keep in mind you're never gonna have a stupid question yeah and so there, there really is no such thing as a stupid question policy because I can literally go to anybody that I'm comfortable or anybody that's around and you know, and they'll be there for me and they understand because, you know, I am a parent. They're like, well, you know, work around your schedule and they're not so like demanding. They're like, hey, you know, we understand life happens, you know, and I I had seen different brokerages where they were very like, you have to be here nine to five. You have to do, you know, they were very um, structured. Yeah, very structured. And I was like, oh, I need something a little bit more lenient. <laughs> So, well, okay. I mean, the, and the reasoning behind that, though, and because we do have several, we ha- we do have several brokerages that are like that here in Wichita Falls as well. Uh, the reasoning behind that is that if you don't really dedicate, if you it, it, at the beginning, it's really important to get yourself into a good routine because there's so it's so easy to become lazy and you know build bad habits. So yeah. at the beginning, you want to really try and get good habits set in so that five, 10 years down the line, you're successful. And the reason why they want you there nine to five is because they want you to succeed, you know, because if you succeed, then they succeed. But yeah, the, the pressure to do that sometimes can, can, can be a little bit unrealistic to certain types of people. Like for me, it was the same way. I was a single mom, two kids and, and I had a regular job. I had a, a regular nine to five. So I needed that flexibility to be able to work whenever I wanted to, not to have, you know, um, exactly uh, office hours or uh, be required to do a certain amount of cold calling. And I mean, there's, there's tons of stuff that, that different agencies will require you to do. Mm -hmm. So 
when you find a company like that, it's always a good, it's always good. It, it, but you have to make it work. You know, you have to also put the time in because if you don't put the time in, you're not going to be successful. And so, you know, 85% of real estate agents go, don't actually make it in this business. And primarily it's because they don't really set goals for themselves at the beginning and they don't create good habits. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, and uh, what area in Texas are you from? Uh, Houston, Houston, Texas. Houston. Oh, that's a fun place to do real estate right now. <laughs> it is. It's, I mean, honestly, it's booming. It's crazy. Yeah. It's funny because, um, you know, people find out that I'm in real estate and they're like, you must be exhausted. And I'm like, no, actually I'm new. <laughs> yeah, well, just wait till you take your exam. Like, you have your license because we're looking and we're looking and I'm like oh my god I need to hurry up yeah yeah and it's a lot of it you have to keep working on your sphere of influence because you seem like you could really be successful at this but you just need to you just need to get that piece of paper that says that you got your real estate license and then you can get up and go Mm -hmm. that's exciting for you well if we can ever help you out with anything just you know, we're going to be doing these, these meet and greets with newbies and with me, hopefully we'll get some old timey agents to join us so that they can tell us some crazy stories. Yeah, definitely. That'd be fun to hear. <laughs> yeah. And then whenever you start getting your real estate license, you can tell us your crazy stories. Oh my goodness. I can't. <laughs> I'll be like, guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Suresh, can you hear us? Oh, Yeah. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hey, um, I'm not sure the agenda of this uh, call, but the uh, thing is, uh, I applied for the, you know, Texas real estate license. I live in Dallas, Texas. Uh-huh. So um, I'm still doing my course, uh, you know, so I haven't completed it. So sooner I'll be done and writing a state exam. Uh-huh. Um, so well, that's, that's cool. Right. Yeah. Um. How many cl- you did you not finish all your class? Did you say that you hadn't finished all the classes yet? Yeah, like you know, the six uh, courses. Like you know, I'm uh, I am doing the two courses at a time. Uh, at the last two subjects, I'm you know uh, I'll complete by end of this month. I'll probably take a month to prepare, and probably end of February I'm targeting. That's good. Well, like we were telling Viviana over here, um, one tip is to take those pretests. Take and take that whenever you get done with the six, did you, did you, um, did you sign up for the one that has pre-testing in it? Uh, pre-testing with whom? With whatever company it is that you're doing your classes. Did you, did the, the company that's teaching you the classes also offer you pre-tests? No, my, my college doesn't offer the pre-test, but, uh, I, mm. I try to explore the, you know, champions, uh, um, school of real estate. So in Texas, uh, I'm probably, I'll, I'll take. Okay. So yeah, if you go online, there's going to be other companies, or even if you go to, oh gosh, what's the name of the company that does the pre, the, the exams starts with a P and I've always forgotten it. Um, PSI or Pearson view. Mm, no, like, per, oh, Purdue. Is it Purdue? 
Purdue, I'm not sure. Uh, champions of uh, 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 Champions School of Real Estate, they, they take even prep course as well as the uh, tests. They do the they do the prep courses. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, I would I would recommend definitely doing your pre exams and then pre tests or whatever because if you um, you got you 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 can take those multiple times. You don't have to just take it once or twice. Um, you take them multiple times to see when you're ready to actually take the exam. And I think that you only have to get a seventy or above in order to get your exam and pass your exam. Yeah. Cool. Any, yeah. Any issues that you're having or even you, Viviana, is there anything that you're struggling with or that you're confused about? Um, I think it was okay. So when I took the test, I know the contract had, uh, has recently changed. So I'm trying to get, um, comfortable with the new changes mm -hmm. I, it's, I mean they're simple ones but I I'm still not comfortable like with them mm -hmm. they've given me like examples but it's kind of like um what section was it I forgot what section it was but they had changed it, it I think it was the wording or it was uh the uh, certain boxes that I had to check off um they added yeah. a bunch of they added number four which is where it says residential leases and commercial leases. And um, let me see, let me pull up a contract here real quick on my computer. Um, the biggest change that there is in the contract is, is, the, is the earnest money and the option period. That, I think it was the option period is where I was getting stuck. And I keep, I think it was because of the way I learned it. Mm -hmm. to what I had and I was like okay no I know that's not right I know yeah so I was like uh so I get that's where I get stuck the time frames is that what you're talking about the time frames where I kind of get like um stuck well it no matter which way you go um hang on just one second let me log in mm-hmm the day that everything, the one thing that's critical to remember is the day that you sign anything is the day zero. Just think of it as zero. Okay. So the next day would be day number one. So for option period days, so you get an option period and yet they have 10 days. Okay. Um, the day that the, that the sign, that the executed contract is, that the day that is, the, the contract is executed is day zero. So okay. they have 10 days from that. So the, okay. So then the first day isn't the day that they, that they execute it. No, exactly. it's the following day. So let's say if it's, um, let's say they sign it today. So then the days start tomorrow. Yes. Okay. That's where I was like, well, it says for nominal consideration, the receipt of which seller acknowledges and buyer agreement to pay the option fee within the time required, seller grants the buyer the unrestricted right to terminate the contract by giving notice of termination to seller within uh, blank days after the effective date of this contract. So that's the key words right there, after the effective date. Okay. So okay, yeah. 
the, give notice of termination to the seller within 10 days after the effective date of this contract. Notices under paragraphs must be given by 5 p.m. And that's crucial as well, 5 p.m. So on the day that the, that the option period terminates, you have to give them that amendment by 5 p.m. Okay, yeah. Okay, that's where I was kind of getting a little and that And that first day is day zero. So everything okay. after that starts number one, two, three, hang on however many days. And the same thing with the effective, um, the same thing with the earnest money. So delivery of earnest money and option fee within three days after the effective date. So the day that is signed is always day zero. Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay. The buyer must deliver to escrow <laughs> company, huh? I said that clears it up a lot for me. Oh, okay. Thank there you. There you go. No problem. Anything else that you, they don't really deal a lot with contracts in the actual classes but i mean obviously in real life you're going to have to figure out how to well hopefully hopefully keller williams is going to give you training on on the contract itself and you can always i i've thought about actually starting like a podcast or something to where we talk about um we talked about we talk about contracts specifically yeah that would actually be really helpful yeah each paragraph broken down to its nuts and bolts yeah that would be amazing like oh my god I wish that that would like can a you? thing I can, <laughs> can I really? actually yeah for my agents I actually have a um a slideshow that breaks oh. it down by section mm-hmm. um I just haven't updated the slideshow since the changes of the contract yet so I need to go through my slideshow and um do so do some of those updates Mm-hmm. But yeah, section four changed and that's the leases. Mm-hmm. Um, and people get confused about that. And the reason why that was added was because there's a lot of properties that people are selling that are commercial properties and they're using the one to four contract. Oh, okay. So oh, like if you have a single family home and you, mm-hmm. and it's leased, it's your investment property. Yeah. And it's leased you got to transfer those leases to the new buyer. Yeah. And so they added that little paragraph in there so that it can be used as a commercial contract for the uh-huh. one to four, for the one to four residential contracts. So I, they have. Yeah, they, I did uh, start seeing that at Keller Williams where they were having a lot of problems. Um, it was right in the middle of the transition. Um, so they were kind of, they were mentioning it a lot to the you know the more uh seasoned agents where they were like oh that makes it a lot easier for us like a lot it, it makes sense that they changed that part for us like now it's a lot more helpful yeah know, and then especially like, here in the state of texas um there's other things you know like if you look on a a uh, in leases for a the that covers residential leases. B covers fixture leases, such as solar panels. Um, and those you can get on, on homes now. You know, I mean, you can lease solar panels, you can lease water softener company softeners and security systems and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So that covers that. And then the natural resource leases covers 
mineral rights. So for instance, if that, if they, if you, if you have, if you were selling or buying a, um, a big, huge ranch that has some sort of natural resource lease, then you would check that off. That one is going to be very rare. Mm -hmm. You're not going to see that a lot. And even with the other one, the fixture leases, you're not going to really see that a lot. The only one that I've used so far is the residential leases. Okay. Because if the, if the, the property that's being sold is a, um, is a leased property, like it's, it's a tenant, tenant occupied. Yeah. Then you would use that. And then you would go to the addendum for the residential leases and fill that out. Oh, okay. Have you, um, with Keller Williams, do they use dot loop or do they use zip forms? Uh, dot loop. Okay. Well, I know that with dot loop, you can do it too. You can set up a template in your dot loop account mm -hmm. so that it has all of these forms that you're going to use for every transaction. And most okay. transactions, you're going to have maybe a dozen forms that you could possibly use. In Houston, things might be a little bit more different than they are here in Wichita Falls, but we don't have a lot of, so for instance, we don't have a lot of HOAs here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Down there in Houston area, you're going to have a lot of HOAs. Um, here, we don't have a lot of PUDs or MUDs either. Oh, okay. You might have some of those there. Uh, we, I've, uh, I've seen a couple. A yeah. <laughs> and it gets confusing. It gets kind of complicated. So don't be afraid to ask you, uh, for, for some assistance on those. Well, uh, I see Christine came back. Yeah. I got dropped for some reason. I don't know what happened. <laughs> oh, she, this is my Christine. This is, she's, uh, my agent with uh, strategic realty. Oh, you want to introduce yourself? I did earlier, you turkey. <laughs> did you yeah. not hear me earlier? I haven't heard you at all. Yeah, I was talking earlier. You asked me, you asked me how long I was with y'all. Uh, April will be a year, huh? That I've gotten my license. Well, end of April. Um, one thing that I noticed suggesting taking the test is they like to trick you up. So they are going to ask you a question, give you three multiple choices. Two of them are definitely the answer. One of them is definitely not the answer. Uh, the thing Make about sure to it, read the words very carefully. Yeah, the thing about Look it for is, nots. Yeah. And it says the it's thing, not. <laughs> yeah. The thing about it is, is that like I said, one question will be absolutely wrong. and You know, it's not right. There will be two questions that are definitely the right answer. It's just which one is the better of the right answer. Um, I, my first time I took my test, I was so super nervous that I actually passed the harder one first and then I missed the state one by one question. So I had to go retake the state one. Um, but once I took them and I got used to actually doing it, I flew the second time taking the state one, no problem whatsoever. I think just my nerves got the worst of me on it. Um, you changed too many answers too. Yeah. But a lot of it's very common sense kind of questions. Um, it's just a matter of getting your, getting your nerves worked up. Um, I you have, have your camera on lady. We can't it, see you. Know. No, no, no. We can't see you. I don't know if you really want to see me right now. Anyway, good God. I'm a hot mess. I don't know how to turn this on. I've never used this thing. It's um, okay. right now. Do I I'm just teasing you. 
<laughs> oh, well, you might not want to look at me right anyway right now. I'm a hot mess. So, no, but every every contract. I'm hungry, I'm so I'm snacking. Um, is different. Every every single one has been something a learning experience. So it's it's good. It's very hands on. I like that. Um, Lou, she's like a little book of knowledge. So anytime that I've come to her, I've been like the riddler, and I appreciate her because I've been nonstop questions. But um, but yeah, right now I have I have four listings right now and two buyers that I'm working on, and hopefully one more sell if I could get this guy to to work. She's with rocking me. and rolling. And I've only been a realtor in, in it for a year. She's already done six transactions. Some yeah. good ones. Um, actually, the last two, I had two in December. One, I was a double agent for, so I was also the seller and the buyer's agent. And then I, yeah, and, I, and then I closed on the other one too, which I was the buyer's agent. Um, actually, I was just in the office on Friday, but I think I missed you by a couple of minutes. Somebody else yeah. was there. They let, like, left the lights on or whatever, but... Um, Sorry. So I just had missed you or something. Yeah. Or somebody. Um, but I, I, I do, I do appreciate you. Like, cause I said, I always go to her, like, like I said, like the Riddler. So I'm like, question, <laughs> when question, I, I drove by, I drove by your house on seventh street, by the way. And yeah. my, um, there's no, there's no rider on it. So do you not have any riders? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I do have riders. I oh, just okay. didn't put a rider on that one particular. You um, might consider doing that. That way you might get more calls because it doesn't well, feel like we're getting a lot of calls on it. Well, don't forget. I take phones Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays, and Fridays. So she's a busy I, girl. I have been, I have been getting actually a lot. Actually, I had some guy recently send me a contract through my personal email and I was like how did you even get that so I'm thinking it was really yeah it was weird and I'm thinking it's because when I first it might be on up, the NAR or the TAR yeah, website I yeah I think it's with Trek because when I first signed up for Trek I didn't have my work email yet so I think that's how he got it mm. yeah. um I have learned that it is really difficult to sell a house that <laughs> is a redemption period that's been fun this week. Um, <laughs> other than that, it's been, yeah, it's been pretty busy. So um, you definitely have to be a go-getter. Um, stuff is not handed to you. Um, but I, I do Hey, like I hand it. you stuff all the time. Like what, woman? Uh, well, I do, I do the phone, so I'm going to count that. But yeah. um, you do have to be, you do have to be a go-getter. Um, you have to, you know, definitely have some kind of goals for yourself. Um, usually I always try to do at least two closings of, of a month. Um, sometimes title companies might take a little longer or banks take a little longer, but, um, I always try to do a minimum of two. Um, you know, sometimes you might get one or none and then you get four the next month. So it fluctuates, you know, with the market, um, especially being wintertime and stuff and holidays and all that. So, yeah. And Christine has some transactions that she's working on right now that are, a little bit unique. You don't usually see them very often. Um, tell us about those. Those are the, the the redemption ones, right? Yeah. So I've learned a lot with these ones. Um, some redemption periods are six months. Some are two years. Um, sometimes the title companies will charge a little bit more for tax title property that uh, that you try to get a title policy for. Some of them don't even want to even touch it until two years. Um, the, because you can't the, get a title policy for them. Well, yeah, explain yeah. to them, explain to them what that, that even means, the redemption. 
because okay, I don't think so they, they the, will know. Yeah, so the original owner of the property has the rights to try to redeem or get back basically the property that they took the city or the state or whatever took over. Um, they have a two year taxes. Of, yeah, for, to try for, to get yeah, for delinquent yeah. taxes. Yeah. It's called like a foreclosure, right? Well, so, it's, it's, yeah, they would even, they would have done a foreclosure due mm -hmm. to non-payment of taxes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. And sometimes um, I mean, they, they completely trashed the house. It's, it's a hot mess. You know, it's, it's like, so the, the, the house was sold at the court steps yeah, by the city it. and the investor that purchased the property is now turning around and selling it. And mm -hmm. you have to hold on to those properties that you get a sheriff's deed on for at least two years because mm -hmm. the owners, the previous owners that were delinquent on the taxes have two years to redeem, to, to, to buy back that property. If they come yeah. up with the taxes plus 15% mm -hmm. interest, plus any updates that the owner has done to the property, if they come up with that money, they can get their mm -hmm. house back. And one so, thing that one thing that I am trying to work on with the one that's out in holiday um, is trying to possibly um, well the seller of it who has that property he kind of sort of knows them and I don't know if this is necessarily a good thing or bad thing because um, it could be in the back of their mind that they don't want it but he was also talking about trying to get a release of property like a voluntary release of property sign a release of redemption period yeah. So yeah, if we could do that, it would be a lot easier because he said he's had some offers on it. And one of them was like, well, I take it back. Two of them were totally good about buying it, even though they couldn't get a, you know, a title policy for it. But then, you know, they changed their mind, like they changed their underwear. So there goes that <laughs> option. But um, that being <laughs> that being said, um, I, I have noticed that every single one of my contracts that I've had so far has been different and it's a good learning thing. So you have a buyer, you have a seller. Well, the buyer's agent for this one had all these things that they had to do. And then um, it's, it's just, it's definitely a learning experience and it's it's good knowledge to have. I'm, I've always been kind of more a hands-on person to be able to learn something really well than mm. if somebody's speaking it to my ear. But, um, but yeah, it's definitely, I love it. I should have done it years ago. I don't know why I waited so long, but. And this yeah. summer we are going to rock and roll, right, Christine? Mm -hmm. Well, hopefully I can get these four, these four houses I have listed. Um, I was supposed to close this other one um, back in December. I would have had three closings in December, but this other one, um, their bank was closed for two weeks and then they asked for um, an extension. So um, Betty at Landmark, she's been really on them. So I, I appreciate her with that. And then I have another buyer that if I could get a hold of this agent that I've been trying to the last four and a half hours, um, I was trying to go show today, but that's not going to be possible because it's, it's occupied and she hasn't responded back and it's already what seven o'clock. So if mm -hmm. I could get her to actually respond back to me, I'll have a showing first thing in the morning about eight, eight thirty. So we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You guys, it is seven o'clock. My zoom is going to cut off in about 10 minutes because they don't like to give you more than 40 minutes per zoom call. Oh, well, it was nice meeting everybody. Heck yeah. Likewise. Like we're gonna do this every week christine so you can you can be our uh you can come and join us for a couple of seconds and meet our um our uh, new texas real estate it's agents all over the country. country huh yeah their ears must have been burning because that was the call center calling me right now all right well you go ahead and get that all right and sweetie have a good night you guys you too thanks for joining yeah. us oh
Well, everybody, uh, thanks for joining us for a, a, a new, yes, yeah, Suresh, uh, for a, uh, a new agent panel. Mm -hmm. And we hope to see you next week. Um, and think of what, you know, whatever it is that you guys want to talk about. If you have something that you're struggling with, or if you have something that you want to learn how to do, um, investment properties are kind of like my, my, my go-to properties. I'm the REO agent for Fannie Mae for the top 13 counties. So I've got a lot of, uh, foreclosure experience, um, and then dealing with commercial properties. And I mean, pretty much every, I don't think that there is a single transaction out there that I haven't done yet. Even farm and ranch. I've, I've done a couple of farm and ranch, which is, it's, which is very rare, but, um, yeah. so if there's something that, if there's something that you can, that you need help with, um, I'll post my, let me see if I can do it here. I don't know. Um, chat let me click on this uh, i'm going to post my phone number on the chat room so that you guys can okay. call me or text me if you need um no wait two five seven three eight and if you want to write that down and if you guys want to put your phone numbers in there i'll say i'll save your guys's numbers too um, um. And then obviously you guys can join us next week. We'll have, we have one on Wednesday and then we also have this one on Sunday. I'm starting this for, my daughter's in college now, so I'm bored and I don't have anything else to do other than Hi. real estate, huh? I said, oh, thank God. <laughs> she left for college. She left again for college yesterday. So as soon as she's gone, I'm like, I'm doing this. I'm doing all of these, all these zoom calls, um, because there's, you know, there's so much that we can teach each other and we can all learn, um, from each other about how to make this a successful transaction and a yes. successful transition into the, into the amazing world of real estate. I love it. I've been doing it for almost 12 years now and I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't give it up for the world. Oh my gosh, I can't find a pen that works. Good, good, good golly. Okay. Oops. Okay. And Viviana, uh, congratulations on getting all your classes done. And if we don't see each other before you go get your test, uh, good luck. And, um, I know you'll get it. I know you'll pass. Oh I have that feeling. I have that feeling. Don't change the answers. If you oh, that's like like, a, so I actually took a practice test at my uh my college. Like we were so I took one and I I swear she was like, I didn't know which one you had picked because you kept like erasing. And I was like, I don't know, I want to pick both. <laughs> Read the questions carefully and then don't getting. second guess yourself because I guarantee you, you probably got it right. Yeah. I'm like, dang it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you to, for joining us and hope you guys learned something and we were able to help you out with anything. Um, yeah, definitely. Thank you so much. See you cool. next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>